Welcome back to Wisconsin's Afternoon News. I'm your host, Mike Spaulding, filling in for the vacationing John Mercure. John set to be back in the big chair on Tuesday after the New Year holiday. Assisting me on today's program, WDTMJ reporter Jessica Getzo, producer extraordinaire Samantha Budson, and Wizard of the Roads, Debbie Lazaga. Well, Wyatt's in here too. I collected us all here today to talk about an issue that I have with all of us. It's our dishonesty. Not not due to the holidays, not because you're pretending that you have to like your food options at a holiday party or your neighbor's a good cook or thank someone for another bad gift. No, we're dishonest because we make New Year's resolutions that we know deep down that we cannot keep. According to a 2023 poll by Statista, so obviously a well, well-regarded poll, the most popular New Year's resolutions for the United States in the coming year are to save more money. 59% of people said that's their number one. To exercise more. 50% of people said they want to do that. And to eat healthier. 47% of people say they want to eat healthier. My answer is good luck with that. There is no way we're going to keep any of those resolutions. But I want to know why. I'm not a cynical person. I don't think you might have other thoughts. But why are you, you we are so a bad? Cynical person. Oh, thank you. But why are we so bad at doing this? It's something we've had a lot of practice with because you do it every single year, and there are things that we profess that we want to do. So why is it nearly impossible for us to keep up a resolution for an entire twelve months? So I wanted to dig around, get to the bottom of it a little bit. Carrie Balliet is a organizational and transformational life coach. She's with Red Baron Coaching right here in Milwaukee. So I wanted to ask her a few questions. One of them being. What goes into that resolution-making process and why we always feel like we have to go big or go home? And she says there are really three major reasons. One, we might need to learn something. Maybe we want to incorporate a new behavior or something new into our lives, and we're not exactly sure how to do it. And that means we have to learn something to be able to do that. Number two, we might want to do something new in our life that requires us to get a new resource. So maybe we need to find someone or something that will help us and assist us in this something that we want to incorporate. And the third thing, and this is the biggest thing, when we find ourselves where we have enough learning and we have the resources to get things done and we're still not doing it, that's what I like to call an inner resistance issue. And that means we're probably not doing it because we're afraid of something. So fear is what prevents us from following through most of the time. So fear is one of them, but there also has to be other reasons, right? It's not just one reason that we're all hesitant to embrace something new or try something new. My thought was it's because we as humans are just bad at forming new habits because they're about change and we just inherently don't like change. But Carrie says it's more nuanced. What's going to work for me may not work for you. So you have to do what really works for you. And that's where the play, dream, and experiment can come in for you. So if you decide to set that goal of I want to go to the gym and I want to work out and I want to get good abs, then experiment. Well, what does it look like if I go to the gym once a week? How does that feel? Do I find myself saying I should be going to the gym? Because if you find yourself saying, I should be going to the gym, then it's time to say, why should I be going to the gym and why aren't I? Do I not really want to do that? Am I setting that goal for somebody else? So it's really about thinking about how can I experiment? How can I play with this? And 
is this something I really want? Is this part of my dream? Am I really passionate about this? Now, again, that's Carrie Balliot. She's a life coach at Red Baron Coaching. Kind of getting into the, the weeds a little bit when it comes to resolution making, why we choose to do the things that we want. And I thought that last point she made about are we doing this for somebody else was really important. Like, are you projecting what you want to be on somebody else? Another thing she mentioned was we make resolutions for the result, not for the process. And when you're thinking about wanting to transform some part of your life, whether that's saving money or eating healthy or going to the gym, whatever it is, it's important to embrace that process. So with that, I'm going to ask all of you to lighten my outlook on resolution making. I'm not a real big resolution person because I don't think they work. But I wanted to ask you all, Jessica, do you make a resolution? I don't, but I feel like i make changes throughout the year in sort of what Carrie was speaking to where it's, oh, you can't just make this generic broad idea. You kind of have a more specific thing, like try going to the gym once a week and see how it feels. So I feel like I just kind of subconsciously do that if I want to try to form a new habit um, and make a change. Do you, do you, do you remember one that you did make and like, just did you fail at it? And that's why you don't want to do it anywhere. Just meh, I just make the incremental change. I honestly, I I don't I don't usually make it right the new year. It's just kind of like a, oh, what maybe I should I December try this, January you know? <laughs> 9th. I'll I'll start January twelfth. We'll get there somewhere. Debbie, what about you? Well, I actually was successful with last year's. I didn't make an announcement of what my resolution was, but I did resolve to journal pretty much almost every day. And um, if you're looking at the the live stream, this is the journal that I started with. And it starts with January 1st, 2023. Um, and so and I have been journaling pretty much for a while there. I was only doing it like weekly. Now it's pretty much every day. Um, so yay for that. Um, and that is a process. That was the process that I wanted to embrace. Um, and it has to do with just, you know, setting aside time for myself just to be able to do this. Um, but next year, um, it's just about trying to become healthier. But I think it's not really a resolution. It's just something that I, it has to happen. <laughs> it's either that or I die. So All right, we're of, getting real, real morbid here on the last there. hour of Wisconsin's <laughs> Afternoon News. Thank you, Debbie. Wyatt, what about you? Are you a resolution guy? The only one I've ever got to work was kind of similar to Debbie's where it was about the process. I had a, a specific goal, but it didn't have a result. I wanted to uh, improve my drawing skills, so I resolved to draw every day in, uh, I believe it was 2018. I think I made it I made it over 100 days. I didn't always manage to do it every day, but I did, I think, 135-ish drawings before I ran out of steam. This year, my uh, I do want to do something that is off the uh, the list uh, in terms of saving money, but I want to start using a budgeting tool. So it's a specific goal for me that should be easier to accomplish once I get into the habit of it versus like, oh, I'm going to save money. No, it's like, okay, I need to actually, I need to do some math. I'm resolving to do math, basically, which is, uh, it's why I went into journalism. Well, you're to, a journalist. You're, yeah. you're not supposed to need math. I don't, I, I went into journalism to avoid math and then uh, they told me about clocks and uh, it's been a nightmare ever since. You know what I I did? I, I did the same thing you did many years ago and, and I started off with just regularly checking my bank account like it, it, i realized like that was a hindrance to me being able to create a budget because i was scared to check my bank account because i didn't know there could be a comma in there or it could be at six dollars you know when you're young and getting into your career you're 
you know, you're working weird odd odd ends and odd jobs and things like that. So I started off that kind of too. That and it it, it has lasted. So I will tell you, it does last. But it was just taking that little bitty, you know, tiny step towards that that ultimate long term goal. Sam, what about you? Yeah, I've I've done a couple of getting healthier and working out more, and never actually finished them. So <laughs> I think this year I'll I'll do. I know this doesn't seem like a big one, but I want to go on a vacation this year. I have never gone on a vacation with my fiance anywhere, and it's been a long time. So that is my big goal for the year. All right. Well, we can hold each other accountable, right? So when I ask off for a week, don't just say yes. (laughs) You got to tell me where you're going, though. It has to be like a vacation vacation. It can't be like a staycation. No, definitely no staycation. Real deal. Well, we'll make a pact here today. We'll hold each other accountable. You should try to schedule that during RNC week, Sam. Yeah, please don't that do that. Over. Not that one. Any other week, though, you're you're good to go. Hey, if you have a, a, a resolution or any tips, we got a text from the 920. Uh, it says you need a written plan with incremental goals for that long-term change. 100% agree with that one. If you want to text in, let us know what are you resolving to do come 2024. You can do so by texting the old National Bank Talk and text line. That's 855-616-1620. My goal for 2024 is to be more direct. I want to be that person who's like, is able to walk in a room say this X, Y, Z, and then be able to just walk out, like not have those reservations. I really admire that. So I apologize for all of you if that's what actually ends up happening with me in 2024.